Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now, let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. One podcast, two assholes, and infinite possibilities. Strap in, for you're about to experience the brilliant awesomeness that is a couple of Average Joe's movie review show. You're welcome. Go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me is... Mike Sutherland. Hey! You sound almost... What? Robotic. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. I am Joe Spiegel. Welcome to the show. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Four, five. Uh, This is our Assassin's Creed episode. We're going to talk about that wonderful film and anything else that might pop into our heads. Yep. What's going to pop into your head? I don't know. Anything. Save it for the podcast. Save it for the solo record. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, should we take it away? Johnny? I guess so. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, how you doing? 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 All right, let's do it. All right, so let's just get right into the meat of this. All right, Assassin's Creed, through a revolutionary technology that unlocks his genetic memories, Callum, Callum, fucking dude, I suck with names. What is it with names? You suck with beginnings too. I could read. Everything it's so well. Assassin's Creed starring Michael Fassbender, who plays... Callum Lynch, who's played by Michael Fassbender, experiences the adventures of his ancestor, Aguilar, Aguilar. in 15th century Spain. Callum discovers he is descended from a mysterious secret society called the Assassins and amasses incredible knowledge and skills to take on the oppressive and powerful Templar organization in the present day. The film also stars Marion Cotillard... Jeremy Irons and Michael K. Williams. It is rated PG-13, and it should have been rated R. <laughs> yeah. Sure. This is, uh, of course, in a long line of uh, video game uh, adaptations. And I found out something interesting today that I did not know. I did not know this. I looked at... there. Uh, Wikipedia has a whole list of every video game made since the first one, which is... Uh, Super Mario Brothers from 1993. And, well, there was a couple that weren't in there, but they all I looked those ones up separately. Like Dungeons and Dragons wasn't in there. And that one had like a 19%. There, there are like four or five Dungeons and Dragons movies, I think. Well, just these are all theatrical release. Okay. And uh, not a single one of them has hit the 50% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Interesting. Not a single one. The closest... To it was uh, 44% for, well, okay, Angry Birds got 43%. <laughs> and then there was another one that got 44%, which I think, uh, it wasn't even Prince of Persia. It was, shit, I can't remember what it was. But that just blew my mind that there has never been any video game movie made that, that even had half 
of the critics on board with. Wow. And I've seen a couple that were decent. I mean, Warcraft, Warcraft, I think, got like a 28% approval rating. Really? Yeah. Um, which, But I thought overall, and it was a decent film. I thought it did a good balance between all, you know, all the different characters and stuff like that. But for some reason, the critics just did not like it. Um, I I think you know, and I put I put some of this in my review. But I think that the problem is is that sometimes these games have such a huge storyline to them that trying to condense that into a film, and most of these films are usually ninety minutes with credits. So you try to condense that into into a you know into a film, you're going to lose something in the translation, and it's weird because who is it? Yui Bowl has made like five or more video games, video games into movies, right? Mm-hmm. And every one of them sucked. No one, you never hear anyone say anything decent about them. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Alone in the Dark, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale, House of the Dead, uh, Blood Rain, and something else. Okay, and Alone. These are postal. Yeah. Assault on Blood Rain, the Third Reich. Yeah. See, so I just Far Cry. What I don't understand, and look, there's certain video game movies that I I like enough to to watch them every once in a while. You know, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is not a great movie, but it's for some reason I love the mythology so much that I can overlook all the <laughs> all the cheesy shit from it. Uh, but. You know what I know? I, I always forget about is that Mortal Kombat was rated PG-13, which pissed a lot of people off when they found out it was going to be that. Because how do you take one of the first games that have blood in it that was in theater or that was you know in the arcades, right? And and then put make it a PG-13 movie when everyone played that game because they wanted to do the fatalities in it. So to 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 kind of clean it up so that it could fit into a more family friendly you know, theater-going experience, right? <laughs> You're taking something away from it. But overall, Mortal Kombat is still, in my opinion, one of the best video game movies ever made because most of them suck. Okay? Right. Street, Street Fighter fucking horrible. <laughs> Double Dragon horrible. You know what I mean. So, but it's... Something is, is, is never done right. I don't care who you are. You might say you like the video game movie, but... Let me tell you from experience, over half of the video game movies that came out theatrically in the last 23 years, I have probably played at least half of those games, and I can tell you that something is always missing in every single one. Something that that they could not capture on the big screen version. Great example, Max Payne. Max Payne, I fucking love Max Payne, but they could not do the do the movie right. They Absolutely, could, that- I love that game too. Yeah, they could not do they they couldn't capture the noir style of it properly. They they added this extra shit in, you know, with the with the with these the angels when they were all high on the drug and you know the Valhalla drug and it was it was stupid. They didn't right. need to do that. It was it was gimmicky bullshit, right? And that pissed me off because I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna make a Max Payne. But now I I, I never have any high expectations. Look, one of my favorite video games of all time, Shadow of the Colossus. And I, they've been hearing for over a decade now that they're going to make it into a film. Well, that's cool and all, but they never do it right. So guess what? If you're going to make a film about a guy who never talks, he doesn't say it, he only says a couple words in the entire game, fighting 16 giant bosses and that's it, what are you going to do You know, for, for a movie? Right. You're just going to make it worse. You're going to fuck it up. 
and and you're gonna in just like anything else. I mentioned Metal Gear Solid in my review, where <laughs> the, the 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 story is has way too much convolution in it. There's just so much detail and this out of left field and right field and fucking outside the galaxy shit that they add into the storyline that there's no way that you could properly put that shit into a movie and make it feel like you're you know you're having a, a, a complete experience as being a fan of the game. So with Assassin's Creed, same thing. The story, look, I did, I wasn't a fan of the original game. I haven't played any of the other games that they've made. I just played part of the first game, that the original game. And from the get-go, from the get-go, the over-convolution of the story turned me off. Right. Because it felt like they were trying to do too much. I thought the whole game was just going to be you in the past, the whole game set in the past, and you just do your assassin missions and that's it. But instead they had to add in this futuristic thing about genetic lines and memories being stored and in the blood and blah, 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 blah. You know, and there's this ulterior agenda and motive. And then you get into the finally, and then so it keeps doing back forward and backward, forward and backward. Okay. It's still an interesting enough premise that you can make it into a movie. But you look like with everything, right? You got to do it right. Yes. Well, the problem with Assassin's Creed, the movie, is that because of them adding the convolution of the storyline into the film from the video game, you they they weren't able to cover enough things into it. It felt like this feels like a completely incomplete. Uh, did completely. I just say complete? Did I just say completely incomplete? Yes, you did, motherfucker. All right. So this movie feels totally incomplete, but the odd part about it is, is that it's still watchable. It's not a shitty movie. This, this is not. And look, might as well just tell you right now. Today on Rotten Tomatoes, the approval rating is at nineteen percent. Wow. Okay. I think last week it was at like twenty three percent. All right. And what was my, my prediction? I think my prediction had to be low. Do, do, do. What was it? Wow, Whoa. we were way the fuck off. I gave it that high? Yeah. Holy fuck, I gave it a 60, and you gave it a 55. All right, well. We were we were sucked in by the media. Yeah. I believe the, the worst rated um, video game of all time is, uh, I know Alone in the Dark is like a 3%, but I think there's one that's at like 1%. I think it's House of the Dead or something. There's one that's so fucking bad. Um but yeah, it's four uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, House of the Dead is at four percent. So four out of every hundred critics <laughs> actually gave that movie a thumbs up. All right, uh, but it just <laughs> this movie is not a nineteen percent. Okay, this movie to me is more on the lines of a fifty percent. All right, it's not. It's funny for me for them to make a movie, and I I know this feels like I've been saying it a lot lately, but it's true. I'm seeing a lot of movies lately where I'm not caring about the characters. I'm not giving a shit about anyone. And look, in Hardcore Henry that we saw earlier this year, which I fucking love, um, even after three viewings, it's still awesome. There's nothing for you to really care about the character in it. But it's done in a way that it didn't matter. You were just along for the ride and you had a great time doing it. Or you had a fucking migraine. But either way, fucking awesome, right? So, but with this movie... I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit that this guy, that Michael Fassbender's character was a kid who witnessed or saw his dead mother and thought that his father had done it, right? <coughs> Which, you know, turns out he kind of assisted with it, blah, blah, blah. Right. But whatever. Um, I didn't really care. 
Oh, and then I, oh, because how do they try to establish him? Oh, he's trying to jump rooftops with a with a bike, with a BMX bike, right? And you know, show that he's already got this this sense of adventure in him, right? It's in his blood, right? And then it cuts to oh, now he's in prison thirty years later, and they don't really emphasize because he killed a guy. Yeah, and the only thing that they said was he killed a pimp. Right. And they never go into detail about that or anything. Um, then they throw in this whole storyline about this apple, the apple of Eden, and how the Knights Templar is trying to control everyone by getting rid of violence and making everyone more obedient to their cause. And then the Assassin's Creed that's trying to, you know, st- keep that from happening so everyone has their own free will. Right. And it just feels like way too much, way too much crap to try to get into. You know, these people have faith. Well, why do they have faith? What is their faith in? You know, they don't delve into that. So I don't care about their cause on either side. You know, I don't care about Michael Fassbender's character. Um, my uh, Marion Cotillard, who is a damn good actress, and she plays the part well. She knows how to to you know make you believe that she's into her character that she's who she is but i still don't give a shit about her you know i don't care about jeremy irons i don't care about the 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 sidekick um characters that are in the few you know in the present day to 2016 right that are in this asylum or whatever you want to call it this facility with michael fassbender's character you know these people who have to you know finally they finally you know since uh sorry with the matrix comparisons but you know since Michael Fassbender is the one, right? And now that now that they see that he's the one, they're gonna you know help to escape and you know have their revolution, right? Um, well, if they're all gonna give their lives to fight for this shit, shouldn't I care about them or something? Yeah, or- no, you should. The problem with this movie is not just <clears throat> the lame attempts at telling the story of the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Everything about this movie is forgettable. And and for me, I'm sorry, not everything. Let, let me It makes you feel like everything though. Everything except for the assassins parts, yeah, is pretty forgettable, you know. Yeah. Um I I liked I I liked going back in time. I I liked those pieces of the movie. Yeah. But the the whole being in this prison where he's not in a prison. Yeah. Are well, you free to go about doing whatever you want? But they haven't locked in a in a cell. Yeah. Mm, okay. That makes sense. And uh, I, you know, I mean, was it called the Animus or the Animagus? Animus. Yeah. Yeah, and they, you know, do you know that they purposely made it so it had it was an arm that lifted him up and down because in in the game it was a chair. Right. And they didn't want it to look too much like the Matrix. Right. But yet I still thought of the Matrix when I saw it. Uh, for the most part, that's what I thought. But here, here's here's where essentially my problem with the movie comes in. Mm-hmm. Like we sat down and watched the movie, mm-hmm. and as as it starts, we the filmmakers wasted roughly ten minutes of screen time just by following the hawk or whatever that thing is. Yes, like the beginning has this hawk and it's flying, and then we <laughs> it just keeps flying. And I'm sitting and I'm watching this. I'm like. This is a gigantic waste of time. We call it exposition. I, I, yeah, and I'm, I'm as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to critique this movie already. Yeah, and we're not even thirty seconds into the fucking thing, right? Did you read my review? No. Yeah. No. Okay. I, I, well, a, I'm sorry. Yes, I did. There's a comment about that bird. Yeah, and and that's why <laughs> you know, 
yes, I did read your review, and <laughs> and yes, I saw that. But here's the thing. <laughs> I, 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 after that part, I was like, okay, I need to, I need to relax. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm way too uptight if I'm going to start critiquing a movie this quick into it. Yeah. And also because we already heard that everyone else was hating on it before we saw it. Yeah. But I, I wasn't, that, that never occurred to me while we were sitting in the movie. It was, it was the, just critiquing it and being a dick. Yeah. Right. But again, like every every ten minutes or so, it's always the hawk. We're following the hawk. <laughs> yeah, and that's worthless exposition. We don't need it. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. No, that's not how you spell it. Ass ass ends. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, look at the running time. I want you to look at that running time because that's important to what I'm. Two hours about. and twenty minutes. The movie's not two hours and twenty minutes. That is the original runtime for this movie. Huh. That was the original runtime um, when they when they posted it on IMDb and everything when it was good, right before it came out, and then when the movie came out, the final thing is now depends on what site you're on, but it's between 115 minutes and 118 minutes. Okay, depending on who's who it is. So there's a half hour missing, as you said. There's over yeah. There's at least a half an hour cut out of this film, and I see it all over the place in this movie because it feels like there's so much shit left out of it. Yeah. So the. I'm looking, I'm looking at the Assassin's Creed Wiki, Wikipedia right now. Yeah. So, um, the series has been well received, sold 93 million copies. The series took inspiration from the novel Alamut by Slovenian writer Vladimir Bartol while building upon concepts from the Prince of Persia series, which is cool. That's fine, but here's the the, the movie's not. You know, it it doesn't even follow the fucking game. Yeah, they wanted to have elements of the game, but they wanted to have a new storyline, so that's why they did the uh, Spanish Inquisition. And this is bullshit. I mean, if you're going to do an Assassin's Creed, if you're going to do a fucking video game, follow the goddamn video game. Like, here, the original Assassin's Creed came out in 2007, okay? The plot is set in fictional history of real-world events and follows a centuries-old struggle between the Assassins, who fight for peace with free will, and the Templars, who desire peace through control. Okay, we get that. Okay, mm-hmm. that's part of this movie. The game primarily takes place during the Third Crusade in the Holy Land in 1191, with the plot revolving around the secret order of assassins based upon the Hashishin sect, which is where assassins come come from. Hashashin. Uh, the player. <laughs> that's what it is. Hashashin. Hashashin. Yeah. Hashashin. So, like, pretend you have a lisp and just try to say assassin. Hashashin. Yeah. There you go. Just say like Sean Connery. <laughs> The player is in reality playing as a modern-day man named Desmond Miles, who, through the use of a machine named the Animus, has allowed the viewing and controlling of the protagonist's genetic memories of his ancestors, in this case, Altair ibn al-Ahad, a member of the Assassins. Not Aguilar, not fucking Michael Fassbender's Callum or whatever his name is. And now, here it is. Uh, through this plot device, details emerge of a struggle between the Templar and the Assassins over an artifact known as a Piece of Eden, an ancient artifact used to control minds. So that's what they're, but they're calling it the Apple of Eden. It's you know that's tit for tat. It means close, right? But no big deal. This is this is the problem. I mean, it, here's the plot of the game, and then we'll go into the plot of the movie. 
Bartender Desmond Miles is kidnapped by agents of Abstergo Industries, mm-hmm. which is they don't even call it Abstergo. It, it's I think it's Abstergo is mentioned in the in the in the movie. It's the world's largest pharmaceutical conglomerate under the guidance of Dr. Warren Vidic and his assistant Lucy Stillman. Desmond is forced to participate in a series of trials revolving around the Animus, a machine capable of translating the genetic memories of his ancestors into a simulated reality. Vidic instructs him to relive the early years of Altair ibn La'ahad, a senior member of the Assassin Brotherhood during the time of the Third Crusade. His investigation reveals the, that Altair, um, blinded by arrogance, botched an, atta- uh, an attempt by the assassins to retrieve the Ark of the Covenant from the forces of Robert de Sable, Grandmaster of the Knights of Templar, leading to the death of one of the assassins and severely wounding another. Through Altair, um, though Altair manages to partially redeem himself, um, he is ordered by his mentor and superior to assassinate nine individuals in order to regain his honor. Okay. Um, all nine of these are secret members of the Templar, Templar Order, and they, they are temp- attempting to conspire to locate the Apple of Eden. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, the relics of a long-forgotten civilization said to possess godlike powers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, that's what it is. With the trials complete, Vidic reveals that Abstergo is the modern incarnation of the Templars. Lucy, who turns out to be a mole planted by the modern-day assassins, mysteriously disappears. While awaiting her return, Desmond discovers strange drawings covering the walls of his room, which foretell a catastrophic event that will wipe out humanity. <laughs> that's that's the game. Yeah. That would have been so much better than the fucking bullshit that we got with Michael Fassbender and the team of writers that created this movie called Assassin's Creed. Again, they're they're dooming it not to <laughs> make fun of the movie Doom, but we're making fun of the movie Doom or Super Mario Brothers or anything else. When yeah. Hollywood gets his hands on movies with the exception of a few and even though Warcraft was never, you know, it's not a great movie, but I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it because, yeah, they did change some things. But it wasn't a drastic change. They didn't change the characters overall to affect the the video game. Yeah. They gave us minor changes, not major changes where this happened, but the character's name is different or yeah. it's a completely different set of circumstances with the same same plot. Yeah. You know? as in Assassin's Creed. And it's fucking bullshit. This, the game is so much better than the movie. All you had to do was take the cutscenes from the game, use that as your storyboard, and make the goddamn movie. You know what's funny is, this is part of a planned trilogy that they were going to do with films. I don't know if it's going to make enough money for them to make a sequel. But, It'll make enough money. But, yeah, because overseas, these movies always do really well. Um, but for... Don't you hate it when you lose your train of thought on something? Yes. Because you're just on some other shit, and then you're going to go back to something. (laughs) (laughs) So. You were talking about sequels. This is going to be a sequel? Yeah. They have a trilogy planned. If this is part of a planned sequel, uh, a planned trilogy, wouldn't it have been smarter that instead of trying to do the revolution right from the get-go, that why don't you just have it go through... Um, more of the past related stuff for each movie and then he learns a little more of himself while he's captive in you know the present time and then you get to that point in the third movie of the trilogy and then that's when they have the revolution or something like that 
I thought it would be really cool is if they started off the movie and then they just had had us watch uh-huh. all the stuff that's going on during the let's just say the Spanish Inquisition, okay? Yeah. You know, or whatever, it doesn't matter. I mean, even if they had followed the uh the the path of the video games, okay? Yeah. But if they had just done that entire thing and then at the end we find out that he's part of the animus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, look, the the movie starts off I mean, except for the fucking hawk sequence, but besides the hawk sequence, um and and the whole you know, childhood of uh of Michael Fassbender, when it gets to the part where he's going into into being taken into the facility and then hooked up to the machine, that's how the game starts. The right. original game starts. So, they do do it, but they just have a bunch of fucking filler before they get to it. And that and that's the problem is that they should have just you get to the point and then you move on from there because guess what all the shit that they did to try to get me to connect to to Fassbender's character didn't work I didn't care about him as a kid if you can't make me care about a kid in a movie I'm a parent I have three fucking kids I'm supposed to have empathy when it comes to, to children and I guess what they didn't do it if a movie can't make me care about a child then there's something very wrong yeah with it, so well, yeah. this is this is what Michael Fassbender said about the movie. You know, we absolutely want to respect the game. There's so much cool stuff in the game that we are actually spoiled for choice in terms of what we can and can't use. But we also want to bring new elements to it, and perhaps our own version of things that already exist in the game. There's the first problem right there. But we're definitely making a feature film, and we're approaching it as a feature film as opposed to approaching it as a video game. There's your second problem. I love the world. When I met up with the guys from Ubisoft and they started to explain this whole world and the idea of DNA memory, you know, I think it's very feasible scientific theory. I just thought, this is so rich and about the possibility of it being this cinematic experience. So I'm really excited about it and we're working very hard to make sure that we've got the best and most exciting original package. And there's your third problem right there. Originality, originality, originality. There is already original, an original fucking story. Like, like Transformers. Yeah. You didn't <laughs> have to fuck it up. You didn't have to change everything up. Give us. Wh- <laughs> I was listening to, I was listening to a guy on YouTube, uh-huh. and he's uh, he used to do video game reviews. Um, his name is Brian, and now he does um, these series on how to grow your channel, business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh-huh. And it's really, really good stuff. So, and he has a lot of subscribers. But not many views on it. It's kind of weird how his channel works, but <laughs> suffice to say, I'll, I'll I'll try and get the channel and post it up in the in our links of one of the reviews or whatever in this review. Yeah, <laughs> or at least on the Facebook site. But this is what he said: It's about making a connection, a mental, a, an emotional connection, of you know, a physical connection, whatever. Yeah. Right? It's about making a connection and giving the people what they want. That's the problem with fucking movies today. They're not giving us a connection. They're not giving us what we want. They're giving us what they want. Okay. So um, we're going to try something here. So Joe's going to read a negative review. I guess I'll read the positive review. Or just an excerpt. Yeah. Yeah. So this is uh, an Assassin's Creed review. It's zero out of four stars. It's from Matt Brunson of Creative Loafing. And it's a Charlotte paper, I guess. I don't know. Charlotte. He's considered a respected critic. Yeah. So 
I, I what I want to do is because especially on a film like this, it seems like the critics are on one end and the fans are on another. Kind of like when Batman v Superman came out, even though it seems like later on people are having a viewer's remorse with that movie. Right. But at first, the fan, most of the people that saw it were like, oh, it's fucking awesome. And the critics were like, this is a piece of shit. Right? But this one is the same thing. It's the complete opposite. You have critics being like the old fuddy-duddies with this movie. And then the the actual, you know, moviegoers saying, no, this is a really great time. So here, uh, let's read a negative on there, all right? So this is just a, an excerpt from the whole entire review. Assassin's Creed is many things, and none of them good. Narratively, it's the most boring film of 2016. Stultifying enough to risk sliding audience members right into comatose states. I can vouch for that, because I fucking fell asleep the entire movie the first time I saw it. Right. I had to go back and watch it again. Um, Visually, it's the ugliest movie of 2016. I disagree. And keep in mind that I saw Robert De Niro's prosthetic penis in Dirty Grandpa. And emotionally, it's a complete flatline with even a laxative commercial offering, offering more opportunities for laughter, tears, and whatnot. It also represents a spectacular waste of talent with Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, and Brendan Gleeson among the formidable actors braying for their blood money. The plot deals with surly Callum Lynch, played by Fassbender, being hooked up to a machine that allows him to experience the trials and tribulations of his ancestor, a Spaniard named Aguilar, also pl- played by Kevin James in a rare dramatic role. Just kidding. Also played by Fassbender. Well, that's funny. Aguilar is a member of the Assassins, which means he must fight the members of the Templars. Is this a movie or a contentious lodge meeting? As they all search for the apple from the Garden of Eden. This paves the way for boring action scenes, boring characterizations, and boring exchanges that make even the notes from an HOA meeting sound riveting. Okay. I like his little um, parentheses. Parentheticals. Uh, um, but mine are better. So his suck. His sound like he's trying too hard to be funny. Okay. Um, now you read a, a positive review from a fan. Sure. <laughs> you can find one here. Besides a few yearly sports titles, I don't find myself enamored with any single video game series. That is besides the Assassin's Creed games. The film definitely captured the game's tone, even if it sometimes makes frustrating plot choices. I'm not willing to say Assassin's Creed breaks the video game movie curse, if you will, but it may be the best adaptation in years. Of course, that's not saying a whole lot, and there's still so much room for improvement. While many films these days have way too many exposition-heavy scenes, Assassin's Creed needed a few more. If you haven't played any of the games or are not familiar with the lore, there will be more than one time you'll be saying, in the words of Callum Lynch, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And frustrating or not, the story isn't necessarily structured like the games. Uh, games are 75% past, 25% present, balanced. But the film flips into a 60-40 type deal. I'm not sure if it's budgetary reasons or the filmmakers just didn't think 15th century Spain would be interesting to viewers, but this isn't a film about that particular time frame. I'm trying not to read the whole thing. Mm. For better or worse, this is Callum Lynch's story. If that's the reason you'll dislike the movie, then that's fine. But I'm not sure what the film chose not to set focus on would be the reason I would tear it apart for Instead, the film is at its weakest when the present-day plot takes itself too seriously or you just don't fully understand certain characters' motivations. To me, however, because of how much this film encapsulated the feeling of the video game, I thoroughly enjoyed my time at the movies. Although used sparingly, Aguilar is awesome. I would have liked some more development between him and Maria, fellow assassin, but the action took 
they took part in is some of the most thrilling this year. This film makes money. I sure hope the filmmakers decide to cut down on the shadowing smoke-filled action because when you when you can see the fighting clearly is what the film succeeds most. Yep. Anyways, that was Thomas, I don't even know how to spell Druf K, super reviewer. Okay, so I'm going to go to Fandango so you can just hear a, a reviewer, an actual moviegoer's review of this movie. Okay? Well, that was an actual movie reviewer. I thought that was a, a I mean, a moviegoer. Right. Not someone who writes reviews, right? That, he was a moviegoer. Is he? He's a super, yeah. he's a super whatever, Superman, oh, super well. reviewer. All right. Well, let me give one more, okay? Just so you can hear, like, it's just some guy, okay? Just some dude. I am flabbergasted by God Lives 888. I can honestly say- God Lives is, 888? Yeah. I can honestly say that this is one of the best video game-based movies I have ever seen. This movie stays true to the game. God, everything has a fucking exclamation point. I'm going to read this all with exclamation points. Read it as as it's written. I can honestly say that this is one of the best video games based on movies I've ever seen. This movie stays true to the game. I went into the theater with very, 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 very low expectations because of all the critics were saying this movie was crap. Like, really crap. After seeing the movie, I was really impressed. I really hope this movie does well with the audience because I want more movies to happen. This is a perfect example as to why you should not always trust the critics. I also wonder if any of the critics actually played the games because, to me, the story made sense and used a lot of the lore within the game. The fighting-slash-action sequences were very reminiscent of the games as well, and I also think that they explained it very well for those that may not know what the games are about. <laughs> Don't trust the critics and see for yourself if you're, if you're a fan of the game. I think you'll really, really like this movie, in my opinion! Okay. I'm looking at the IMDb stuff. 108 out of 179 people found the following. Now, that's, I don't know how many stars that is. That looks like 10 stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another one that's nine. El Perfecto. Nine. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie, and I don't play video games. We work in the dark to serve the light. <laughs> oh, that's Thomas Drift. Do you know who that is? That was the guy that I just read. Oh. Is that how you pronounce it? Drift. Drift K or Drift? Druk. Assassin's Creed, a movie worth watching. Mega Zero XUXZ from California. I love how all these people just use, you know, f- fucking hidden names. Mitch Sierra. Well, we know who that guy is. Peter Pete. It's not Assassin's Creed. It's Ubisoft it's- Greed. <laughs> all I can say, all I can say, lazy writing and stupid storyline. It's not Assassin's Greed, but it's Ubisoft Greed. All of it is misspelled and not even capitalized properly. Don't let the critics misjudge the movie. LOL can see half of the reviews here as gamer. I played all titles of AC, and I could only feel that this movie tried to compress the storyline by taking out the necessary introduction of almost half of the characters, mostly the assassins, and some low-end script dialogues. Straight to the point, this movie only focus is on Michael Fassbender, how he jumps, how he does all that parkour stunt and fight, at least he should have been given a better script, but they did bad by leaving the others out. Fight flashes back to back from past to present. Too much, of course. I li- That was literally what he wrote. Yeah. Anyways, you can see that it's between critics and users and, you know, people that have seen the movie yeah. uh, that had to pay for it. Um, It's... It's not a 10 out of 10 movie. I can tell you that. Look, 
There was one part in the entire movie that made me laugh, and that was the part that all the critics are using to make fun of, is when Michael Fassbender says, what the fuck is going on? Right. Because that was funnier and shit, but it was like, I don't know if it was intentionally funny or not, but it worked very well with the scene because the shit was crazy in that scene in the lunchroom, you know, right. with everybody. But also, for overall, for the film, especially if you're someone that, that never played the game and you went to see this, you would be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right? That's pretty much what I was saying. Yeah. And look, I played the game for a little bit, so I, I wasn't confused by it. The movie doesn't confuse me. It just feels like they, they try too hard by having too much shit in it. Okay? Slow the fuck down. Relax, guy. Hmm. Let's tell a story. All right? But instead, it's what the fuck is going on. So, I, I think, uh, you know what we're going to call this for now? Well, not without uh, doing a stupid announcement. We're just going to call it, like, wait, what are they saying about this? You know, what are they saying? Okay. You know? Well, we'll throw that in there. Because um, I think it's good to get perspectives uh, from other people, you know? Because sometimes a lot of, you know, there's a lot of times when it comes to movies that are of this regard where the critics are on one side and then the fans are on a completely different side with it, you know? Because... They're different kinds of people, different kinds of ways of ways of life, normally. Right. So, you know, and uh, we definitely don't want to use Kevin Smith though, because Kevin Smith, uh, he, uh, I don't know, the way he reviews movies, <laughs> he's very smart and he knows way more shit than we do. But at the same time, sometimes he feels very biased, and he's he doesn't like to hurt people's feelings. So sometimes he holds back on on truth with right. his reviews. We are not trying to. We're trying to be honest. This movie should completely, totally suck, but for some reason it doesn't completely, totally suck. It's watchable. The movie's very watchable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah, and that that doesn't make sense to me. It's like it's well put together, but yet it's edited like shit. Does that make sense? Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, another problem I have with the movie is, uh, and this guy, one of the guys made a mention of it in his review, is that this whole movie is dirty. It's like... Every scene is either got a digital haze on it or it's got fucking dust that's everywhere in the scene. Right. So you can't see a full you can't see the full resolution of anything really because there's always smoke or dust or or something or fucking cloud cover, I don't know. But it just to me that's another thing that adds to me not caring about these characters, you know? If you just bring me into the gloom of someone's life, I don't that does that, that doesn't make me <laughs> empathize with them. I'm, I'm looking at the screenshots from the video games. Yeah, and all of it seems to be very, very brightly colored. Uh huh. You know, very. Uh, yeah. They, well, here's a picture from the Animus where Michael Fassbender is connected. Yeah. And then you have all these other pictures from the video game. You know, whether or not. I mean, they're screenshots. Some of them are. <laughs> What the fuck was that? I don't know, but something just escaped, <laughs> and we need to catch it. Good thing the door's open. <laughs> was, you know, the the here's they have the uh, the assassin's hands where none of the fingers have been cut off. Amazingly, yeah. You know, which is stupid. Why the fuck would you cut off somebody's finger? I know if you want them to do these special challenges, like oh, the ultimate commitment is you know give a finger. Yeah. No. Here, here, <laughs> there's my finger. But if you look at all the the screenshots from the video games, they're so brightly colored and so fucking visually vibrant, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Why 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 gloom things up? Yeah. Why why would you change that? This isn't the first video game adaptation that um, was gloomy as well. Double Dragon. 
You remember Double Dragon? That was uh, made no. to look very gloomy at times, too. I refused to watch that fucking movie. I only saw it once. Is that the once. one with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, he was in Street Fighter. Um, Double Dragon, the movie, had... Um, oh, God, I know his name. He was in Party of Five. Not Matthew Fox, but the other guy. He was in Go. This guy. What the fuck is this? Got his name right here. Connor Kenway? Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf. Scott Wolf from Party of Five. That's that's who I meant. <laughs> yeah, Scott Wolf from Party of Five was in uh, the Double Dragon movie. And uh, the only thing I can remember about that movie was it had Tom Jones doing a version of Are You Gonna Go My Way? How are you gonna Lenny go Kravitz. my way? Yeah. That's all I can remember about Double Dragon because it was fucking horrible. Well, it made $2 million at the box office. <laughs> it was a $10 million movie. Well, Ugh. it was $8 million. It was, dude, it, that and How Street the fuck Fighter came not out the same year. Look, I could fart and make $10 million in a movie, right? Yeah. Most people can. You spend $5 million, you fart into a microphone, boom, $10 million movie. <clears throat> this one... They they weren't even ten million. They were an eight million dollar movie. Yeah. It was so fucking bad that it only made two point three million dollars at the box office. Yep, because they I don't even think they marketed. But it But then very again, well. you have that. And look, is that supposed to be Adobo? I guess so. What is that big tumor on his neck? That's supposed to be muscle. That's his muscle neck rest. His muscle neck rest. Yeah, that's Adobo. Yeah. What the fuck is that? That's that is the Super Mario Brothers treatment, cinematic treatment. Look at, look at, okay, Robert Patrick plays a fucking trendy fucking, <laughs> what do they call that? They call that uh, the tips, the- Frosted the, tips. Yeah, the frosted tip fucking goatee-wearing version of a villain in the 90s. There's Alyssa Milano. Why does she have a penis? What the fuck, the cock? <laughs> she got some serious camel toe going on there. Yeah, that, that could just Vicious. be a sound, sound piece in there. I don't know. A salad tong? Yeah. So, yeah, that fucking movie. The only thing authentic in that movie was the actual arcade game standing sitting behind Scott Wolf. What the fuck? Yeah, see what I mean? I don't... Look, I understand that everything's a learning process when it comes to things, but what what is so hard about capturing authenticity? When you actually do things <coughs> with authenticity, then... Authenticity. The the work's going to be better in, in, in many more regards, okay? I mean, look at Double Dragon. It's a fucking horrible movie. It's a horrible video game. Yeah, but at least the video game had some entertainment value to it. It was fun. Oh, you play like Double Dragon 2 in the th- – well, not not on the video games, but on – I mean, not in the uh, on the home system, but on the arcade. That had some fun shit too. But when, when, they, when they translated this to a movie – it just became even worse. Like, you shouldn't even have made it into a movie. Why? Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it. And then, so look, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Changing gears. <laughs> Assassin's Creed is 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 a good enough title to make into a film. But the problem is, is that you have to get the right people involved to get this made into a movie. Okay, because look, they've been doing it for 23 years now, making video games into movies. Don't they have people that are like, I don't know, not not not, not efficiency experts, but like, uh, I don't know, uh, number crunchers? Then they look, you know, and, and look at the stats and realize that every single video game comp, you know, 
every single video game adaptation has been fucking hated by most. Some have made money. This is our review right here. <laughs> Fight. Yeah. Some have made money. Don't get me wrong. You know, Prince of Persia made money. Uh, Tomb Raiders made some money. Mortal Prince Kombat of Persia wasn't money. that bad, though. It wasn't that bad. You're right. And it had... It had <laughs> but still, it, nothing memorable about it. And that's the problem with it, is that none of these movies are really memorable. Dude, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that Warcraft was probably in the top three best video game movies of all time. Probably. So far. So, because... Yeah, I mean, shit. I, dude, I did not hate that movie at all. I think I gave it a seven out of ten. I really liked Warcraft. Yeah, there's know? there was only look the only moments that I liked in this movie were, of course, the you know the assassin stuff. Yeah, and I actually liked Jeremy Irons in the movie. He was really good. Jeremy Irons is a very good guy, very good actor. He commands respect when you watch him. Sure. You know, it's like when you're watching BVS, right? <laughs> All you cared about was fucking <laughs> Alfred <laughs> and Bruce Wayne, right? right? Everybody else, you could have just taken a shit. But, yeah, I mean, that. but all this talent is, for lack of a better term, I what's everyone else saying? It's wasted. It, yeah, it's a wasted effort. It is a wasted effort. It just, it didn't, this was a waste of time, you know? And, look, I, I ended up giving it a four and a half out of ten. Okay. Assassin's Creed starring yeah. Scott Stapp. It's a middle ground movie yeah. that could have been way worse, but it also could have been way better. What's the problem? Yeah. And I, look, I mean, the fact that that this movie was originally going to be a half hour longer than it was, that tells me something. That tells me that you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing like everyone else who's made a video game adaptation. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. You're shitting all over yourselves, and you're shitting on your franchises. If you do it with more respect, because look at this is one of the things that I find funny. All these people that all these moviegoers that are saying that this is such a great fucking adaptation, I guarantee you they're not going to be. Most of these people aren't going to be, you know, filling up the lines at Best Buy on a Tuesday morning to go buy, you know, the next Blu-ray copy of Assassin's Creed the movie. Right. Okay. It's going to be, oh, hey, I'll buy it when it's five bucks <laughs> or something. Or, you know, when it's streaming on HBO, I'll watch it. But otherwise, it's still. Because if, if everyone loved it as much as they're saying that they loved it, this movie would have made more than $35 million so far in the States. Okay? It should have made a lot more if, if, if it's that good. Well, it also came out when Rogue One came out. Rogue and that's One, fucking just destroying everything. And there's still Fantastic Beasts out and yeah, right. other stuff. But yeah, still. This movie is not. I su- look. My suggestion is for, is this. This is my bottom line. If you're a fan of the video games, go see the movie. Because especially if you played all nine of them that are out so far, you're probably gonna have fun picking out this and that and the other. Because I I've, I heard that there's elements from almost every game that show up in one way <coughs> or form of an Easter egg in the film. Right. Okay. And that's cool and all. Don't get me wrong. I like that, but that's not enough. It's not enough for me to be a movie guy to see that. It is, I don't give a fuck. You don't, I don't care about them, so I don't care about the movie. I don't care if the costumes look cool. I don't care if, if some of the storyline's right. I don't give a shit. Right. If, if, I don't, if, you, if you want me to, to love your movie and you want me to you know, say good things about your movie, then make me care about your characters. That's the bottom line. Steven Spielberg it, man. You make me care about your characters in Poltergeist. 
And that's why that's one of my top film ten, you know, top ten greatest films of all time. Right. Is because you told the same old fucking haunting story, but you made me care about your characters, and so everything else fell perfectly into place. Right. There we go. So, Assassin's Creed, I'm done. I'm done. Yep. I give it a three. You, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know where you were gonna give it, but <laughs> yeah, it's watchable. It, 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 for some weird reason, it is watchable. But yeah, I, I I wonder if there's gonna be a director's cut coming out. Doesn't matter. I don't want to see it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, not not interested. But it's watchable. It's watchable filler of a film. There you go. So there you go. I think that's all we got this uh, week for uh, for movie reviews. I think the next one we're gonna see is uh, w- which one we're we gonna see? We're gonna see the monster movie. We're gonna see the the better BFG. <laughs> I don't know. I don't the, know the, the better fucking giant. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I have no idea what's coming out. Because I don't know if that's in mass. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I want to see the Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence movie. Uh, that movie's getting fucking hammered. Yeah. Um, or. We're not going to see Sing. I know that. Yeah. Or Why Him. Yeah. We may. Um, who knows? Why Him's got a better Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> not much, but it's got better. Um, there's Fences with uh, Denzel. It's no, going no, Not interested in that. Yeah, I don't even know what that's about. Um this collateral beauty. I don't want to see that. Do you want, uh, there's Moana, um, La La Land. You're not a fan of Ryan Gosling though. I don't even know what that's uh, about. But, uh, where the fuck is, uh, where's that monster movie? Was it called monster and I, or there's an evil monkey in my closet. I don't know. It's with Liam Neeson. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Cause that's supposed to be a limited like release, right? Yeah. I don't think it comes out till really January. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll disregard that one. So look, we're either gonna probably I I would say it's a toss up either between, um, why him, passengers, and Moana, because you don't want to yeah. see Manchester. No, by the sea. no. I don't want to see Manchester by the sea. All right, uh, yeah, I. So yeah, it'll be a toss up between those three. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll let you know next time on a couple of average Joes. We're not done yet. What? Carrie Fisher died. Well, I know we we're going to talk about that on the other thing, on the flicks with the news, because I don't have a lot of shit to talk about on there anyway. All right. We'll talk about that on the flicks of the week. All right. So she's still dead, though, so don't worry about it. She ain't going anywhere yeah. soon. All right. So for Cinescape Presents, Couple of Average Joe's Movie Reviews, or something like that. Is that, is that good enough? Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> I am Joe Spiegel. Mike Sutherland. See you all next year. Bye. Good show! Jolly good show! Jolly good show indeed! Hakuna Matata, bitches! Please share the podcast. The more people that listen, the better off we are. Thanks again. For more great podcasts and my movie reviews, don't forget to visit www.acoupleofaveragejoes.com. This is the end. It's the end. Benito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself.